All right. The Chief has arrived. Yes, he has. Here we go. All right. You're listening to the pilot episode of One Chief and a Guy. I'm Guy. With me is Chief. And um just got to ask you, how was fishing today? It was a little rough today. Went out there, brought in maybe two small bluegills, real muddy out there, slipped and fell in the water. <laughs> Not a great day on the water. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I was there to see that. It's but a little I, brutal. Uh, yeah, any day you catch fish at my house is a good day, so I'd take that for sure. Haven't caught one in a minute. Just got to put in that work, boy. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyways, this is One Chief and a Guy, where we're just going to have some pretty casual banter. If you want to read the description, you can as well. It's a pretty good description of what we're going to be doing on this podcast. Um, this is a very last-minute idea, so if it's pretty unorganized, just bear with us. We're doing our best. But we're going to do a couple of Mount Rushmores for you, where, if you don't know what that is, we pick a topic and discuss a top four for that topic. So we both come up with our top fours for what we think should go on the Mount Rushmore for that topic. But uh, before we begin with the main event, we got to talk about our guy, Don. Bachelor of the day, baby. You already know he's back out on the market. I don't know what went on between him and his ex-girlfriend now i must say clown stuff clown stuff but uh she didn't want any of it and now dom dom wanted out so he is out so ladies he's free and i gotta say if you aren't interested in the freshman starting center fielder for one of the best d3 colleges in baseball what are you doing and the guy hits bombs he's he's muscular well, I mean, and he's uh, Italian. He probably he's probably gonna know how to cook pretty well. He he also was a pitcher at one point. It's a it's a pretty hot commodity. Eh, he gave up on that though. He tells me all the time he never liked it. So uh, fraud, fraud. Uh, we we could take that off of the uh, ledger for his college career. But uh, anyways, let's get into it, huh? All right. All right, so the first th- these are all topics that uh, Kerm came up with. So they're going to be pretty bogus, but that's what makes them so good. You need bogus topics. That's yeah, where you I, get that, the hot that, takes. That, I mean, that's part of the reason why you're on the show. because of course you get those awesome takes from the bogus stuff. Um, and, uh, you want to start the first one off? I guess so. Yeah, I'd hate to take some good ones from you. Honestly, I have five to six good ones. It's tough to pick up top four out of this. But um, I guess I can list my four. But yeah, so our first topic for this Mount Rushmore is uh, people that would that you would want to coach you, but they haven't already been a coach. So it's just a normal person or a famous person that you think would make a good coach, but hasn't already coached some sort of team. So, uh, my first choice for that is pretty obvious. I have to go with MJ. See, that's a good pick. I thought that was a too obvious of a pick, though. Didn't take him off the board. Well, we had him on here, so uh, we got to talk about him. He's just an incredible leader. 
Um, and after watching the documentary, I know some of you guys will say that they kind of played him up really well. And they also made him kind of seem like a jerk because, like, a lot of his teammates didn't like him. But come on, the guy knew how to win. He and was he was arguably a coach and a player, though. Exactly. He so he might not be qualified for this list just because he kind of coached the team alongside with Phil Jackson. You kind of saw the practices and how he – was kind of manipulating the players and telling them how to play instead of playing himself, which was pretty crazy because he was still able to back up that talk with his play, and he was the best ever to do it, I think, hands down. Chuckles, I know you think that LeBron is better, but come on, man. MJ, you're a Chicago guy. Chuckles is bogus, dude. All right, and that'll bring me to my second head on. No, the let me let board. me do my first. Let oh, me do my do first. first. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's like a I, draft. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. My first, Abe Lincoln. Phenomenal wow. leader. Free the like slaves. Free the slaves. You know, you know, if he's a baseball coach, he's getting tossed ten Dang. games out of the season at least. Yeah, he he's probably a pretty good team guy too because he's good at those speeches. Big team guy. And I'm not. I'm not talking about Tyler Jones, Abe Lincoln. I'm talking about Abe Lincoln, Abe Lincoln. Oh, I know. I wouldn't be uh, too upset with Tyler Jones either because he's a character. That'd be, uh, our, be an all right pick. We're not going for the wannabe look-alike Abe Lincoln's. We're going for the real no. thing here. Oh yeah. No Walmart yeah. brand. And he's got drip with that top hat and the beard. He does have drip. He went to Joe Rizzo's school of drip. <laughs> he's got that degree. All right, all right, you got so your second pick. My second, all right. Um, I'll I'll move up a couple spots because I think this one's kind of a gimme. I'm gonna go with Jesus Christ. That's a solid pick. Didn't even think of that one. Because what can't he do? He can pretty much do whatever he wants. He has divine powers. The guy separated seas, turns blood or water into wine. And he sacrificed himself for us. That's the ultimate thing to do is sacrifice. Why not put a team in front of yourself? He put humanity in front of himself when he died on the cross. And he died for our sins. And I can't ask for a better leader than that. Maybe MJ, just because he's a guy. But he MJ is the black Jesus. I will say that. He's the black Jesus and... I do believe that the guy in the Pacers, I don't remember his name now, said that he didn't refer to him as anything other than the black Jesus, but this is the Jesus Jesus. And, you know, he could probably get his dad to root for us too. And if his dad is helping us out up there, good luck, you know? It's game over. You can't beat God, let alone Jesus Christ. All right, uh, the floor is yours for your second. All right, my second pick, Tom Selleck. All I got to say, just looks like a football guy. That mustache. Um, If you don't mind, refresh my memory on who that is. The name is so familiar, but I just can't remember it right now. Maybe it's just the heat of the moment, but refresh my memory and for the viewers in case they don't know who that is. He's an actor. He's in Friends. I don't know what else he was in. Let me look. Oh, um, you know what? Now I remember because Eric Cartman uh, 
character on South Park mentioned him once before. Yes, dude. And he's got a fire stash, and he just yes. looks like a football yes. guy. I remember that. Let's just see him standing on the sidelines wearing a visor. Game yeah, and that's, that's a big thing, too. You got to have the looks when you're going for a coach because you don't want a coach looking like Bozo Buckets out on the sidelines because it's just embarrassing. Clown over there. And honestly, that leads me to my next pick, if you don't mind me taking the spot. All right, all yours. I got uh, Jordan Belfort. Oh, all right. And uh, that's the guy that Leonardo DiCaprio plays in The Wolf of Wall Street. It's based on a true story. I know this guy's a fraud, and he did some bad stuff like drugs and all that sort of fraud and stealing and whatever kind of money laundering and penny stocks. But watching that movie, he is the perfect leader. He's an absolute animal in that stock exchange. Or He's a winner. He works. Yes. Takes what he wants. He always has high energy. He always brings high energy to the table. So he's always going to demand so much out of you to succeed. And, you know, he wants nothing more than to succeed. And I know the guy cheats to succeed a lot. But as a moral person, you can go against what he says about cheating. He may not bring cheating to the team. He's not the Houston Astros. But it's a low blow right there. Hey, I'm not an Astros fan. So and he looks great. He's always wearing that suit with the slick back hair. He does he always great. look great. He's got drip. Just imagine him pacing up and down a basketball sideline. It's game over. Exactly. Yeah. The If he's arguing with the ref, that ref is going to be so flustered. Unreal. Go ahead. All right. I'm shooting my number three. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh. All right. I like Typical. This. Typical old man coach. Just got he's got he's got the looks again. Old man coach. And you're sitting there, and he, coaches give you those long, boring talks, and you're sitting there falling asleep. Morgan Freeman's voice, money. You're staying locked in the exactly. whole time. It's just so soothing. It's money. Yeah, I can't agree with you more. And he even plays God in a couple movies, so pretty, I think he's pretty close to God. Him. Yeah, he's taking some of those powers, and he might use that to coach a team to victory. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll give you number four. So here is kind of a tough choice. It's between who would be a good coach and who you would want as a coach and to be around all the time. Honestly, I'm going to have to go with that second one just because I think the viewers – this is a fan favorite. We don't have any fans yet, but I think once we develop fans, we'll learn a lot about them. I got to go with Beetlejuice Green. It's a fire pick. It's a hot I, take. That's a hot take, but a fire pick. If you think about it, your team instantly has all the clout. You're going to get all the press coverage you want in the world, and everybody's going to root for you just because Beetlejuice is your teammate – or not your teammate, but your coach – and the morale that he will bring to the team just as a coach would be otherworldly. And I don't think you can match that with any other person in the world. Maybe Jesus Christ, because there are a lot of religious people out there, but come on, it's Beetlejuice. And uh, you watch his clips on Howard Stern, and he's just a no BS kind of guy. When he takes fan calls and he's listening to them on those calls on his show, 
he just doesn't let you get a word in edgewise. He will just put you down into the ground. And I think that's great. With no BS, he won't allow any of this complaining or anything like that. And lastly, he's just a funny guy. And coming to practice and being around him would just be a pleasure. It would make me just enjoy being on the team. Just gives you giggles looking at him. I I love it. You hear him talk. He's a, I think it's a carrot. It's just awesome. I love him. It's loving life. All right, my number four. I had I had Guy Fieri because he brings a lot of energy, but I thought of one guy who brings more energy. Hulk Hogan taking my number four spot. <laughs> It's the guy on your sweater. That is the guy on my sweater. My ugly Christmas sweater. It's fire, dude. Hulk Hogan. Just a grinder. Big dude. Wrestler. Unmatched. Ever. Unmatched. He's jacked. He's jacked. He is huge. You wouldn't want to get in his way. It's game over. That's all Man, I got. Him, him teaming up with Dennis Rodman on NWO. Whew. Heat. Absolute heat. Honestly, one of my favorite parts of the documentary. I think Dennis Rodman is hilarious. Oh, he is. And when he's talking sure. with that voice, he sounds like Coach O. He's got all those piercings. He's got all... <laughs> he's got you know, piercings. you know, he was high out of his mind every interview because he was wearing sunglasses in every interview. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's got those big bulgy eyes, so he'd probably be able to notice it. That's what I'm saying. And isn't he always wearing a hat? So you kind of can't yes. see what his hair looks like. Yes. He's probably got some crazy hair, too. Probably. I love how in the the clips in the documentary, every game he had a new hairstyle. It was awesome. Absolutely electric. I think that's something that you could take up in the future when we're playing for North Central. Uh, Whenever you're uh, in a tough situation, which isn't often, if at all. You know, step off the rubber, take your hat off, show off the hair a little bit, let it flow in the wind. You just got some rainbow hair flowing. Oh, yeah. Mm. Put some thought into it. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of time. You have, like, a little less than a year. Obviously. Got a little cut short, but we're going. Jumping into the second. Yeah, I guess we can just jump into our second uh, Mount Rushmore. And uh, I'll let you take the floor on this one. You can describe it, and you can have the first pick. All right, second Mount Rushmore is Mount Rushmore of cereals. So we're just picking four cereals, top four, same draft order. Just get into it. You want to start or you want me to start? No, you can start. I started the last one. All right. My number one obvious pick, Lucky Charms. Oh, I you know I forgot about that one making my list. Those it's not even like it's cereal. It's got marshmallows in it. It's better. It's way better. It's real. Sh- That's a big pick. Feel bad for you, but it's just the best cereal because it's got the marshmallows. Yeah, you know I used to not like it as much when I was a kid, just because the marshmallows were heavily outnumbered. So I just felt like I was eating kind of like the crappy brand cereal. That's why you just pick out the marshmallows but, when uh, you get full. Yeah, that is true. I, I I don't get full very often eating cereal. It's kind of a strange thing to hear. Eat a couple bowls. Yeah, that is true. I'm not a big... I haven't ever really been a big eat five bowls of cereal in the morning. I've always 
eat one bowl and move on. I mean, I'm not eating five bowls. I'll eat maybe two bowls if I'm eating cereal. Yeah. I mean, that's only on, like, a bad day when you just have nothing to do and you're just laying in bed. You finally get up at, like, noon or 1, and there's nothing to eat. Nobody's cooking anything. You just grab the cereal and just eat a ton of it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all I got on that one if you want to take your number one. Yeah, my number one I thought was pretty obvious. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'll give you that. I, I I just think it is untouchable at all times it is never a bad cereal to eat it's also very good dry and you know it just has so much integrity when you're eating it It doesn't really get that soggy so it still feels like you're eating cereal even if it's been a good minute and afterwards it just makes the milk taste so good when you're drinking it at the end all that cinnamon and sugar that drops into that cereal or not the cereal the milk oh man it's like cinnamon milk. It's so good. Heat. Heat. All right. Big time heat. My number two, Reese's Puffs. Oh, that's also another Fire, one I dude. forgot. Dang it. I got the most obscure cereals on here. That is not obscure. That's a very good cereal, I got to say. It's fire, dude. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. It's just, it's got the little, uh, like, frosting around it almost. It's got that peanut butter chocolate flavor. Oh, yeah. Give me a little wrap going. <laughs> Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. That's enough. That's enough. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. It's just, I remember those commercials. They were fire. The cereal, the cereal is just heat. It's got the perfect texture. You're right about that little cover. It on does. The outside. It's just that awesome crunch. You got your number two? All right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to move one into the spot just because I don't really like my number two. I don't think a lot of people can get behind me on it. And I don't think many people know what it it's is. It's a hot take. I rarely see it. I rarely see it at the stores. We might be able to mention it at the end just because we don't really have much content after this Mount Rushmore. But I'm gonna have to go with Apple Jacks. I hate Apple Jacks. They're so gross. Dude. Right, you suck. You how? What is bad about them? They're just gross. I don't like the taste is just gross. I love. All right, well, do you like uh, Fruit Loops? Um, yes, I do like Fruit Loops. You know, fun fact about Fruit Loops: our boy Timmy in California can't decipher the colors from one another. He's colorblind. Fun fact: even though Fruit Loops are different colors, they all taste the same. That's why I left them off my list. That is bogus. But I think you could actually kind of tell the difference between the cinnamon ones and the apple. I wouldn't know. I don't like them. Don't eat them. But you also got to say those commercials with the cinnamon stick and the apple were Those were fire. Those were fire. Yeah, I didn't really like the apple guy because he seemed like a jerk. He had that poor energy. But the cinnamon stick guy, he passed the vibe check. He had good energy. And honestly, it's just a great color scheme. I love orange. I love green. Green is my favorite color. That automatically puts me in a good mood when I'm eating it, so I'm going to have a good attitude when I'm going into it. So I'm probably going to like it even more, just because it's two of my favorite colors. Bogus. All right, you know, not everything is bogus, dude. I'm going with going with number three right now. All right. Life cereal. 
it's a hot take, but Life Cereal is bad, <laughs> it's, it's really hot. Life Cereal is one of the best cereals. <laughs> that's, I, that's just totally they're boring. I can see you liking for no reason. The logo looks boring. The cereal itself looks boring. But it's fire, dude. It's got sugar on the inside. Little, little chunks of sugar. I don't taste it one bit when I'm eating it. I don't taste it. You got no taste then. You like Apple Jacks. You like Apple Jacks. Makes sense. (laughs) Well, that has a taste. Life is literally just these brand squares. I don't know. I I think Chex is way better. Chex, it's it's younger brother or whatever you want to call it. The only reason Chex is on this planet is because of Chex Mix. Chex cereal deserves no spot. No spot. But every... My... Maybe not everybody, but my because I know a lot of people are childish and they're like the M and M's and they'll just pick out the M and M's, which is stupid. But my favorite part of Chex Mix is the Chex pieces. I think they're awesome. They taste good and they're All right, the, the Chex pieces and Chex Mix are different than Chex cereal. No, they're not. They taste way different. Maybe our taste buds just aren't on the same level here because our choices of cereals are way off even though i do agree with lucky charms i think lucky charms is a good pick and you know what never mind i you had good picks going against myself right there you're just off by two right now all right what's your what's your three uh fruity pebbles that's a good pick that's a good pick they're just they're so easy to eat a ton of even though they're so small they're just, uh, you get a full spoon worth of it, and it's just piled high on your spoon. It's just so awesome. They're gas. I'll give it to you. The texture of it is perfect. And one thing I, I have to recommend is try eating it with half and half instead of milk. I did that when I was a kid a couple times, and I remember it distinctly how much better it was than milk. All right, all right. Probably because half, half and half is so much more sweet and sugary, probably, probably way more unhealthy. But I don't care. It tastes See, good. the thing with Fruity Pebbles and Rice Krispie cereal, they get super soggy, though. That's that why I left true. them off the list. But I will make an exception because sometimes it's good side. I, I can't explain <sighs> it. But I don't know. You get the sag and it's like a big clump worth of Fruity Pebbles, and it's all right. You kind of like to eat that big clump. No, whatever you say. And one, one more little thing I have to plug about Fruity Pebbles is uh, if you need your mind change about Fruity Pebbles, watch the Fruity Monster clip from the Andy Milanakis show. That is just some stupid bogus show that we used to watch back in the day, like in the 2000s when I was like seven or eight. Some guy, he has some sort of disorder. His name is Andy Milanakis, and he's like, he was like 30 years old when he was filming it, but he looks like a teenager and he sounds like one and acts like one. He just goes around doing stupid stuff and interacting with people of the town. And it is just a ridiculous show. And one clip he's watching Lil John on like MTV or something like that. And Lil John starts like talking to him from the TV and Andy Milanakis, uh, he responds and Lil John in his music video is like, what are you going to do? And Andy Milanakis is like, me? I was just going to eat some Fruity Pebbles. And then Lil John's like, Fruity Pebbles, can I come? And then Andy Milanakis goes, yeah. And Lil John crawls out from the TV. 
and he starts eating fruity pebbles with Andy Milanakis. And I'll leave the rest for you to watch just because it's electric. And I love that scene. I'm probably going to watch it after the conclusion of this podcast. I'm going to be totally honest. You lost me in the first 30 seconds of that. All right. Well, you suck. And whenever you want to re-listen to it, you can just go back and listen. I will. I will. And listen to that however many times you want. But you know, you know when you're listening to someone and you zone out for about 15 seconds and then you can't listen? The rest of it's ruined because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. It's like school. Exactly. I got no focus. It's like everything. I got like no focus. Listening to, a, listening to a girlfriend. I don't want to put words into your mouth. I, I could put words into Don's mouth. Obviously. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the bogus thing about that is he cared so much. And I knew deep down he had all the best intentions for this relationship. I just don't think it was being reciprocated at all by the other side. It just sounded horrible. Like he was getting hung up on randomly on FaceTime calls for no reason. It would just piss him off big time. Just be like, dude, what am I dealing with? And I'd just be sitting there laughing like, yeah, this sounds brutal. I'm about to leave and go up to Kern's room. Oh, yeah. Kern's room was the (laughs) place to be. in that room. Oh, yeah. Watch NASCAR or whatever you want to watch. Oh, yeah. And he was, like, writing on our mirror, like, stuff they say and, like, nicknames for her. And I don't mean to out him, but I think he was just being a good boyfriend. And he didn't really get much for it. And I think that sucks. So if you're a good girl and you're listening to it, this, Don is your guy. So uh, give him a shot. Nice yeah. guy. Nice guy. He's got his, got his own house next year, too. Got his own room in his own house. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he could throw it out. Oh, yeah. All right. Get back on track. My last cereal, I, I got it down to two, but I'm going to have to go with Cookie Crisps. I... I was considering putting that on my list, but I I don't know if it was high enough for me. They're they're literally just mini cookies in cereal. They even got mini chocolate chips. Fire. I Couldn't leave you. them off the list. They do get soggy. That's why they're the bottom of my list. They do get real soggy, but other than that, golden cereal. Yeah, I mean, you can't just beat Straight up cookies. Whoever thought of that was pretty genius, even though it's a real simple idea. It's pretty smart. And I'm seeing things now on social media where people are just baking their own cookies and putting it in cereal and acting like they're so creative. You literally just made homemade cookie crisps. Probably probably worse, though. So, probably worse. I don't know. Those homemade cookies look really good. Not cookies, pretty I'd have to good. try it sometime. But they're not cookie crisps at all, no. I agree with you there. All right, what's your number four, Chief? All right, I, this is a real hot oh, take. Oh, no. So you got to prepare yourself for this one. It might make you unhappy. And You like life, so you might be on board with this one. But I'm going with Dude, Raisin Dude, I knew you were going to say that. That's so bogus. <laughs> it's the ultimate healthy cereal. I think it is just heavily underrated. I don't even... It gets such a bad rap from child. I don't even know what I'm supposed to say at this point. It's just... It's, I 
I get sometimes there are too many raisins and they just sit at the bottom of your I milk hate raisins. I hate raisins with a passion. I think they're okay. I think they're tolerable. And when you pair it with the bran of the cereal, it's pretty good. But they just put way too many raisins in and they just, you just get spoonfuls of raisins. It's like eating raisins and milk. Speaking of that, I gotta call out my old high school my old high school coach about this. One day, it was about a month ago, he was dipping milk or he was dipping bread in milk. Just straight bread. And he was saying it was a good snack. <laughs> yes. He was dipping bread, pieces of white bread into cups of milk and saying it was a good snack. You're not joking right now? I'm not joking. No cap. That made me physically mad. Dude, and he, he just... He just would not let it go on how good it is. I refuse to try it. It just looks stupid. I hear things about milk toast where people make toast and then eat it like cereal on milk. I guess it's pretty good. But come on, you're dipping bread into milk. Just buy cereal. Eat something different. Like eat a cheese stick. Like a sandwich. Else, please. Yeah. Eat toast. Eat toast. Milk sandwich with like butter or jelly or peanut butter. Eat a bread sandwich. Patrick Schaefer. Pat Schaefer. You know, he loves podcasts. This is for him. He's got to He, he definitely won't. Yeah, you know. You know how he was acting in that hotel room. He didn't care about anything we said until you were sleep talking. It was electric. All right, but anyways, uh, your last pick. I just did my last pick. Cookie crisps. You're right. You were first. Wow, I'm totally off the wall here. And you did your last pick, Raisin Bran. I did. Yes. Yeah. So we're golden. We are golden. Is there anything else you want to mention on this podcast? Nah. On our no, nah, I got nothing else for this week. Oh, we're getting guests on every week. That is true. I have already been getting people asking me to be on. So we will be in contact. If you like what you hear, you want to be on the show and maybe participate in one of these Mount Rushmore's slide up on whatever social media platform this makes it out to send us a message, an email, a fax, a letter in the mail, whatever you want to do. To DM Dom Listy, whatever. Please, ladies, DM Dom Listy. That's number one priority is DM Dom Lissy on whatever platform. He needs it. Go get him. So that's all we got for today? But all right, I think that's all we got for our first All right, episode. guy. All right, Chief. Give us a little outro here. I, I, I got to think of one right now. Um, be sure to tune in to our next podcast we will be diligently working on our next content to make sure that it is as entertaining as this one was and with guests next time with guests maybe a guest yeah not guests that's what i don't want to blow our wide right away but there is incentive oh yeah to listen so 
go ahead and keep listening. All right. See you, guys. All right.